welcome to the Whole Life Healing Podcast with Dr. Alexander Lloyd, best-selling author and founder of the Revolutionary Healing Codes Technique. Each week, Dr. Alex shares principles and methods from psychology, energy medicine, natural medicine, and spirituality to help you reduce stress, heal emotional and physical issues, and remove the barriers that hold you back from happiness and success. Join us as we learn to live our happiest, healthiest, and most successful lives. Here's Dr. Alex. Hi, Dr. Alex here. If you like the show today or any day, I would love it if you took about 10 seconds to go to iTunes and leave a review for the show. I've been doing this for about 14 years now, and I spend hundreds of hours every year in preparation and recording the show. And if you like it, if it's worth your time, if you think it might benefit others, I would love it if you could leave a review to recommend to your friends or just recommend it to your friends that could benefit from listening to the show. Thank you so very much. Since we are going to be talking about issues of health and well-being, we wanted to make sure that you understand that this information is not intended to cure or heal anything. Everything in the presentations is the opinion of Alex Lloyd. You should always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any specific health concern you may have. Hi, I'm Dr. Alex Lloyd, and welcome to the new Jesus. Uh, this is the board from two weeks ago, and I'm going to try to do like a 60-second review, then go to this week, and I believe this week's will maybe be a short one uh, as well. All right, so this is where we, we were. Um, what do you choose today? And if you sin, if you do, and we all do, and, we, and I think we all do almost every day. What is your experience? This is kind of the symptom complex, like in medicine or psychology. As soon as you come in, they do a symptom complex to see what the issue is. This is kind of the symptom complex of sin. If you're, a, if you are a, uh, if you're in right standing with God and you sin, you experience guilt, shame, stress, or do you, do you experience disappointments? maybe a little sadness, grief for sure, because our sin causes God grief and the Holy Spirit grief. That's straight from Scripture. And we're the bride of Christ, uh, one with Jesus, the mystery of the ages. So when we sin, I believe it's a betrayal to Jesus, okay, and causes grief, Scripture says, to God and the Holy Spirit. So, yeah, it's very appropriate. I should experience some grief. When I cause God the Holy Spirit grief and uh, turn my back on Jesus, so to speak, who is my bridegroom, who's the head of me. We are one, but he's, he's the final decision maker, okay? So if I experience this, typically, you're believing a lie. You're still living under the old law. And Paul said about that to the Galatians, who has bewitched you into believing another gospel? That's what he called it when they went back to the old law and legalism. It is for freedom's sake that Christ has set you free. Through Moses came the law of sin and death. Through Jesus came grace. All right? So if you experience this, 
I believe your old law, at least that's where you're focused, doesn't mean you're lost, but you're, you're missing out. If you experience grief, disappointment, sadness, but then pretty quickly to gratitude and all things give thanks, every good and perfect gift comes from above, and his grace and peace are certainly perfect gifts. All right? So if I go when I sin from reacting this way to responding this way, I've been transformed by the renewing of my mind, by presenting my body as a living sacrifice, uh, etc. And the result of that, we're told, is the perfect version of you. And I believe that's what I want. I believe that's what you want. I believe that's what everyone wants. They just misunderstand that this is the only way you can get it. Okay? Uh, it's an event and a moment-by-moment choice. Take up your cross daily and follow him. Doesn't say you don't have a cross. Doesn't say he's going to take it away, just like he said no three times to Paul. Why? Because you will learn my grace through the weakness of the flesh. In my, my, weak, my power is made perfect in your weakness. Okay? Uh, Philippians 4 says, think about these things and peace. But if you think about other things, no peace. Stress. All right. So that was from a couple of weeks ago. This is your lifetime guarantee. All right. So if you've not been transformed and you know you haven't because this is what you're experiencing most of the time, you can be at any time. All right. And then this is the board from last week, and the only changes I made are over here. Everything else is the same, okay? So, what are the repercussions of that transformation that we looked on the other side of the board? Well, it's possible that the repercussions will be more pain and less pleasure, at least while we're here on Earth, okay? That didn't sound real great does it, okay? And I believe that's one reason that the stuff from last week that was here, that's why we focus there. I want the great house, the great car, the expensive clothes, the wonderful vacations. I want to be able to have enough money to buy time, to buy people, to do stuff that I don't want to do, to buy protection, to buy whatever, Okay? The, the bottom line is seek pleasure, avoid pain, and what I want, when I want. Alright? But that does not end with the perfect you. That ends with stress, anxiety, health problems. Uh, even if you're rich, rich and miserable. That sort of thing. And, and the title of last week was If You Are Right With God and You Don't get all the stuff you want in this life. The title was, It Doesn't Matter. And we went through a whole bunch of those. If you have fun versus not have fun. If you can do what you want versus not being able to do what you want. If you die young instead of living old to be healthy. If people don't like you. If it, and the conclusion of all of it, I believe, it doesn't matter. You're not even going to remember that. Those troubles will not even be remembered straight from Scripture in eternal life in heaven. All right? So this week, I just want to go one other place real quick. Last week we talked about um, what if instead of 
you know, choosing to surrender to God and take up your cross daily and follow Him, and whether it means more pleasure or less pleasure, more pain or less pain, I'm following Him, and I'm committed to Him, and I'm doing whatever is His will and trying to please Him in my life, okay? Well, now, we're, now let's look at another set of stuff. Last week was more, more what we looked at was, you know, you living the fun life that you want, sort of. This one is, whoa, wait a minute. What about my sins while I'm in this life? Even, and this is assuming I am right with God, but I'm still going to sin, and maybe every day. I think I'd probably do multiple times a day because... Jesus came on the scene and said, it's not just having adultery, it's if you think in your heart about having adultery, you're guilty of having adultery. So Jesus took the sin bar where almost anything could possibly be a sin. Lots of thought things. Oh, I don't like them. Oh, uh... He must not be a good person. He's got long hair, something I used to think as a kid, which is ridiculous. He must not be a good person. He's got an earring. She must not be a good person. She's dressing too immodestly. Uh, judgment, gossip, uh, comparison, all this stuff, okay? Um, that, that, I believe, can be sin in light of the New Testament. All right? Where in the Old Testament, they did not think th things like that were sin, for the most part. All right? Now, they had a whole bunch of rules and laws and regulations, 613, I believe, that's everything like you can't touch a pig's skin, and if you do this, you'll get stoned, and all that sort of thing. But, but most of that was kind of about cleanliness and diet and, and, you know, stuff like that, where the New Testament really doesn't go in those directions. It doesn't necessarily repeal all that stuff, but we don't have an indication that that's a sin unless we believe in our heart it is and do it. To him who it is sin, uh, who believes it's sin, it is sin for him. That's a scripture. All right, but what about our sins that we commit? Not just not having the big house or car or clothes or fun or vacation or whatever, but I mean, I can see that, right? But sin is sin. So what about the sin? Well, sin always matters. S please hear that. Sin always matters. Because God hates it. It grieves God. It grieves the Holy Spirit. I believe it's a betrayal to Jesus who took that sin to the cross for me. Um, sin always matters. Okay? But, if I'm right with God and commit lust of the flesh, which includes sex, which is having sex outside of marriage, it's pornography, masturbation in certain circumstances, if you're thinking about someone having sex with me that is not healthy or right, it's not my significant other, wife, husband, whatever, all right? Um, it's also uh, lust of the flesh, also drugs, alcohol, basically anything of the five senses. Taste, touch, smell. It involves where you live, how comfortable you are, all of that, okay? But related to the five senses. 
and largely food, drugs, alcohol, drinks, stuff like that. All right? All right? Okay? Lust of the eyes. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life. Three categories of sins from Scripture. Lust of the eyes is, is money, which we talked about here last week. Stuff that money will buy. Time, uh, people, etc. And then there's pride of life, which is all about me, selfish, what I want, when I want, seek pleasure, avoid pain, my desires, okay? What if I lie? Because of these things, you lie to get something or get out of something. Well, get something could be any of these. Could be any of these. It could be to get out of work, to get out of doing something you don't want to do, okay? Whatever. So lying, stealing, being mean to people, plotting evil, cheating, etc., 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 as the king said in The King and I. Okay, which is one of my uh, one of my favorite movies. I've got a whole bunch of them, but from a long time ago, you probably never heard of that. Sorry, all habits and addictions. Okay, so if I'm right with God, sin always matters because it grieves Him, the Holy Spirit, and I believe it's a betrayal to Jesus. But outside of that, what does it matter as far as my eternal salvation? Ladies and gentlemen, it's the same answer, the same conclusion from Scripture. It doesn't matter. As far as my, as my salvation here or salvation in heaven eternally, it doesn't matter. Why? That's what grace is. Even though I'm guilty, God declares me innocent and not guilty on the basis of Jesus paying for all of these. And God says he puts them as far as the east is from the west and remembers them no more. What does that mean? Well, Remember no more? When is no more? Is that a year, five years, a hundred years, a million years? No, it's never. Lord, put your sins as far as the east is from the west and remembers them no more. And another scripture says he remembers them no more as well. Well, that means if that's true, then when we get to Judgment Day, he still doesn't remember those. They have been resolved long ago. They are not an issue. One scripture even says that sin was never that counted against you. Blessed is the man whose sin is never counted against him. You are called righteous. You have the righteousness of Christ, holy, innocent, etc. So, even if and it's really not even if we all do this. Even, at, even if we are right with God. Now, maybe not all of them. We've all got our ones, right? But the conclusion is the same. Except 
for grieving God, the Holy Spirit, Jesus, which we don't want to do. And that's a reason, that's a big reason not to sin. And then if I do, feeling pain because I caused somebody I loved pain. God, the Holy Spirit, and turning my back, being unfaithful to Jesus by my sin, doing what I wanted instead of what he wants me to do, which is love-based. So if I'm right, if I'm, if I'm uh, living by love, as Jesus said when he was asked the great commandment, and he said, yes, there is. It's love, and number two is love. And if you do that, you've done the whole law, and there is no law against love. Against such, there is no law. It fulfills the whole law. All right? So if you're doing your best, doesn't mean you're doing it right. No one does. But you're doing your best. And the reason you can't do it right is because of this flesh. All right? But you're going to be rid of that at some point. Then, yes, do not sin. It is hurting someone that you love and care about. Hopefully. All right? But when you do, it is forgiven. You are innocent, righteous, holy, as if you'd never committed a sin in your life. As far as your eternal destiny is concerned, it doesn't matter. Almost everyone I know is either focused on the board from last week, the big house, the car, the clothes, the vacations, the life they want, money, and things money will buy, etc. They're either focused there or they're focused on their sin with guilt, shame, condemnation, stuff like that. Ladies and gentlemen, think about these things. Philippians 4. What's true, lovely, excellent, worthy of praise. Pray without ceasing. Jesus and I are one. I'm seated with him in the heavenlies. He's here in me now. 2 Corinthians 4.10 When I have sin or problems or struggles, give them to the Lord immediately. He will come to the forefront of my life. His life will manifest in your mortal body. And yes, over time, you will experience your best life possible or close to it and a lifetime guarantee all things will work together for you, including these things, including the life things from the last board, all right? Whatever is God's will, the perfect plan for you. And when you get there, that's what, how you will feel. Man, this might not be what I would have thought of as my perfect life, but I do now that I'm here. I will never go back. That's what I hear from virtually everyone. Okay? So get your focus off of what doesn't matter. That's what's ruining your life onto what does matter. Love, joy, peace, kindness, contentment, freedom, thankfulness, gratitude, love, joy, peace, pain, yes but pain that as I embrace it and learn the lesson God has for me from it takes me higher and higher to the point that as Paul says, I delight now in my weakness because that's how you learn his grace and his powers made perfect in my weakness. 
okay? It's bottom-up thinking, almost the opposite of what the experts tell us and most of the self-help stuff, okay? So, are you living your life focused predominantly on what doesn't matter and missing what does? Please, don't let another day go by. Switch from whatever you have over here this week or last week to here to, yes, grieving when you commit a sin because you hurt someone you love, but then thankfulness, gratitude, grace, I'm still innocent. I'm still righteous, I'm still holy, etc. All right? So, stop living your life for what doesn't matter. Start your living your life today for what does. Thank you so very much. Have a wonderful, blessed day.